0: Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the
1: Nerdverse is for all you hot D and L-O-T-R. That means Lord of the Rings nerds out there.
0: I'm Joanna. Godspeed, good. Krupnik.
1: And I'm Brian. Dragonclaimer claimer And we're so happy you could try to take an eye for an eye to be with us today.
0: Because today in the Nerdverse, we are headed to Driftmark and then Mount Doom to give you our thoughts on the sixth episode of The Rings of Power on Amazon Prime and episode seven of House of the Dragon on HBO some housekeeping. Be sure to head to the feed to check out all of our past episodes on House of the Dragon and the Rings of Power. And while you're there, check out our coverage of She-Hulk and Andor as well.
1: You may be thinking, how can you keep up with all of this? I am also thinking that. But for you, it's easy. Just be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and then follow along on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, At the Nerdverse pod, again, at the Nerdverse pod. But first, as we start all of our episodes, this is your spoiler alert alert. I repeat, this is your spoiler alert alert. We're going to spoil the episodes we're talking about today. We're going to be talking um, Wakanda forever, so we're going to spoil that. Um, We're going to spoil some Game of Thrones stuff, maybe Fire and Blood. We're going to
0: spoil the trailer. We haven't seen the movie yet
1: yes we're not right well we're getting yes (laughs) um but uh, yeah this is our spoiler alert alert um yeah so um let's uh let's yeah let's let's enter nerdverse customs let
0: me see your identification hold on hold on this week, we're headed into the Westerosi and Middle Earthian sector of the Nerdverse.
1: I love those words, Westerosi and Middle Earthian. They are delicious.
0: They're so good, even though they are all encompassing. Eh, not quite all encompassing, because you go places far beyond Westeros and far beyond Middle Earth, but That's they true. sound the best. Yeah, they sound the I best. agree. Wakanda Forever! So it was my birthday, and I got a trailer from you. It was fun forever.
1: That was my gift and the tickets.
0: Thank you. Yes.
1: Even though I didn't the tickets buy The tickets that I bought. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let me see your passports first. Uh, oh right. Let's see your hot D Game of Thrones passport. Oh, it looks like you have four stamps, Joanna. What? What is? Wait, I can't make it out. What does the stamp look like?
0: Um, that's a that's a broken that's a broken lip. That's a bloody kissing lip this week brian
1: (laughs) okay excellent excellent fantastic um and you've got
0: what is that is that two
1: yeah uh i've got two on there um and if you can't make it out it's um uh it's um shaved heads it's two shaved heads
0: oh nice free from that wig that's good
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's exactly right um Uh
0: and, and then, then for Tolkien, six for me, six, um <laughs> oh, it's too early. Um, how about six horse eaten and then myself eaten apples?
1: Oh, okay. All right. And uh, you um, uh just Mount Doom eruptions.
0: Oh. Mount Doom activate.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um cool. Let's talk Wakanda though. Uh, the new Wakanda Forever trailer came out for your birthday, um, as we just discussed. It's pretty spectacular that Kevin Feige was uh, so hip to absolutely put it out on your birthday. We both got tickets. Um, but, what'd sure you, did. but what'd you think? What'd you think? What'd you think?
0: I I mean, I'm so excited. There was some repeat of footage. Sure. I just think this movie's going to be so good. Where the first trailer, I might have said this during D23. While the first trailer was, like, really mournful, this one was, like, battle. Like, it really, it looks like it's just going to be really good. I feel like seeing Namor and ugh, that stuff just looks so good. I think, I think I'm think i starting to see what might be happening, which is that if they expose Wakanda um, and have everyone try to get the um vibranium uh then then the namor and his undersea i I don't know the name of his atlantis then they're gonna have to expose themselves to. i feel like that might be what it is
1: maybe i I think i don't think we're gonna i really enjoyed the trailer i also appreciated how much action action driven it was i love that we saw like way more of namor and like him flying through the air and like like in the water, um, lots of action. Obviously, we got some Ironheart actual action right yes. in there. Some Riri Williams, um, and then we also got that uh, that final shot of a clear female Black Panther. Um, you know, i I think I think that there's uh, there's a lot of speculation that it's going to be Suri. Um, also, the dots on the helmet that kind of match her war paint um is definitely something that is there she's featured heavily on the new poster as well um uh, but a part of me thinks that that's a red herring
0: wow that would be really cool because i'm like i yeah i just decided it's sherry but that would be really cool it would be cool if it was also multiple people but i know they're not going to do that
1: no i mean here's what i think i absolutely think that Shuri is going to be in the suit for a portion of this movie, but I don't think that she is going to end up as the black Panther. I think Mm. that like, I think multiple people, part of me feels like, and again, I'm, I'm just um, guessing here. Part of me feels like a lot of people will be black Panther at different times during this for one of two reasons one to like make sure the hopes of people are still up so they're taking turns two it helps them with their grief to kind of make sure that like that that mantle is still living um that's definitely something that's there um and and I, at the end i wonder if it will actually be like um, one of the Melage. um dormalage you know Dora? what i mean Dolor, Dolores the, you know, the, the, the Dolores Malage. It's Dolorean Malage. I'm Dolores Malage. <laughs> I'm
0: Dolores Malage.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so that's something that's that's quite possible. Um I mean, mostly what's her name would be I could see that would be awesome if she became Black Panther.
0: Lupita um, Longo? Or Lupita, the head of the the Dormage.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. either one of them I would love to see. Um uh, I, I think that there's a lot of options there, but I, I my personal opinion is there's something else going on in here yeah. that we don't know. Like, there's that has not been, whether it's Dr. Doom or whether it's a whole nother thing, there is another thing that is going on in here.
0: Well, Namor is definitely a mutant. They have basically confirmed this. So, mutants are alive and well. We just, it's here, it's upon us. I just, um, I think this movie is going to be so good and I think it's going to be just wild as a closeout to this phase. Cause I keep remembering that it's the end of a phase. So I just, ex- I'm just expecting a wild time.
1: So yeah, well it's the last, well th- we still have the last holiday movie. special after that. Yeah. But um it's also three hours. It's, I feel like it's really going to set up the next one. Like you said, and also like in my, per it, because Ryan Googler is being considered for one of the big movies, um, the Avengers movies, like obviously this one is like exceptional that they would trust him with one of those big ones.
0: Oh my god, you're so right. I also really can't wait to see my good friend Martin Freeman again because I love him. Me so too. Much.
1: And we'll see him in Secret War as well. Secret invasion, yeah. excuse me.
0: That's gonna take forever to get here. Yeah. But yes.
1: It's gonna take Wakanda forever.
0: <laughs> so good. I really I, my, that one over, to you?
1: <laughs> and my my tickets are for 11 p.m. So I have to start a three hour movie th- 11 p.m. So I can take an I got I got to take a big ass nap.
0: Yeah, you're gonna take a little disco nap. What are you gonna even? Wait, what's a disco nap? Oh, it's like when you were getting ready to go to the disco and like this in like the disco days, you would like take a little nap so you could like last all night on the disco floor. Oh, you I used to do now, that. Just by the for... way, I move myself. I'm a woman, man, never this is
1: good effort. Um, uh, I'm going to. I used to take. I used to take naps before going out. Um, uh, in general, I had to. You oh. did?
0: I can't nap. I can't do it. Oh,
1: I'm very good at sleeping.
0: That's so nice. I don't. know I think I knew that about you. Um, I also saw another mutant this weekend. Um, by the name of uh, Ralph Boner. By the name of Evan Peters. By the name of Monster. By the name of. Dahmer. You I watched, watched Dumber. a little bit of that. It was so well, because my friend is in the first episode. So I just had to at least get through that. Um, he is a he is a I will say the word victim, though I will not say what happens to him, but he is taken in by Dahmer. Oh, wow. Is so hard to watch and wild. But I guess Evan Peters is doing a really good job. I mean he's terrifying.
1: Sure. I have no interest in Dahmer, and I have no interest in Blonde. Those are the two I have no interest oh, yes. in watching. Oh, I,
0: yes. I, I actually don't have an interest in Blonde, either. Yeah. Which I'm bummed about. I'm, I'm sure she's really good. I think yeah. I've heard she's good, but I think this is not a. I don't think that...
1: I, I agree. Really good. All right.
0: Um, anywho.
1: Shall we head... Where do you want to go first, Westeros or Earth? I was going to
0: ask you. I decided last week, so you have to decide.
1: Um. Let's... Uh, let's... Let's go to let's go to Westeros first.
0: All right. Hot D episode gosh, what are we? Seven. Six drift mark. Seven, seven, yeah, seven. Seven. Drift mark. So Driftmark, funeral for Lenora. Um some no time jumps, just a one long night. One dark, dusky long night. I didn't and, think
1: you... Okay, we'll get... So I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish, sorry.
0: No, no, I'm just doing a rough, rough... Uh, just to bring everyone's up. It's been a couple days from now. A couple days ago. Um, And an epic fight amongst the children. Team Green and Black commence. And... uh, And a surprise ending, shall we say. So, we start at Driftmark. First of all... Did you like this episode, Brian?
1: Uh yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. Again, I have I, I didn't take one note because I was just so engaged. Like I did not want to like look down. I like I was like right there with them. I am just this show has done a 180 for me. I am very invested in it now. It's because I got through the boring stuff that I didn't like, and now I have all of this backstory and knowledge about these characters and now we have spectacular actresses bringing Mm. all of this inner life to life and i am just abs and and that is not to say that the younger actresses weren't good they just didn't have enough backstory to work like this is way more fascinating to me with the history of these characters than like watching all of the drama go down when they were children does that make sense sure
0: you might even say that the little, the, the younger girls walked so they could run. Uh, so Emma Darcy and Livica could run. Because we have even more of their backstory on their mm-hmm. performance as we watch it. But I 100% agree. I mean, every episode to me is good now. Um, they, I mean, they were all good. But in hindsight, I'm like, yep, yeah, that was just really a prologue. Like we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I really like this episode. I was like, Miguel Saposhnik, can we have some brightness on our screen but I turned off all of my ambient light. um I like that they did it through basically the night I thought it was a really cool effect like on Driftmark it's almost like the the sea mist comes in too to make it like really suddenly covered but yet you can still see the sun and the moon it's very very cool but I was just like here we are back again the dark screens Mm. (laughs) um okay so Auto's back
1: Yes, their plan worked.
0: The plan worked. Um, yeah, so the funeral, so cool. I Miguel said in an interview that this was like one of the first scenes they shot with all the I watched cast that
1: after the. It was the after behind the scenes stuff afterwards. Yeah, and that, that's very clear, and it works so well for that scene.
0: So many just like knowing glances, and there's just like it's the tension is is really is really palpable. Um, I. We so we now know that Jace basically kind of knows that uh what's going on with his parentage. I mean, mm-hmm. we thought we he got that last week, but he's he's sticking to that. So one thing that I could not say last week, but I can say now, or was it two weeks ago? No, it was last week. Um, so we see Helena again, who's Allison's daughter, who likes the bugs. Um, a very, a very odd child. Um so I think that they are leaning into her being a little bit of the dragon dreamer yeah um, because again she says last episode he'll have to close an eye and in this episode when 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 her mother's talking about aegon with the dragon um, Aemond with the dragon so um and that happens in this episode so watch out for her this episode she says hand turns loom spool of green spool of black dragons of flesh weaving dragons of thread. So, and she also, like, traps a spider in a shell. So, I don't know. Just keep a lookout for her. When when she said that last week, all of us book readers were like, oh, that's so cool because there must be, like, leaning into that, that she has, like, weird dreams. So, that's really cool. I really like that. That's a surprise. mm mm-hmm. um, And we got, yeah, so, and in, in that we learned that she's officially betrothed to Aegon now, which we knew was, uh you know, brought up last week, but I guess it's really happening. Um, And then, yeah, Jace is, like, comforting her, his cousins. Um, I don't know. What did you think of this whole scene? What did you take from it or the episode in general?
1: Yeah, I loved all the tension, and I love that we understood the tension and where all the tension was coming from. I appreciated Matt Smith chuckling when they were doing all the speeches at the beginning. So much chuckling. Because he's... I think it was a huge mistake last week to cut out um, – uh, was it last week or when his wife dies? Last week. Apparently they cut out a lot of like him consoling with the kids and showing a little bit of a softer side of him. Mm. And I think that was really missing because he is not chuckling because he thinks things are funny. He's chuckling because they they in the speech of them lowering her in, they still took a low blow at, at – at, um, at Raina, um, Rana, excuse me, um, at Ranera for like, um, siring children, like out of, you know, wedlock or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he just chuckling Cause he's like, is it, is, is, are we all relentless here? Like, like it was a, v- Matt Smith has gotten better and better each episode for me. And I think it's because there's more to work with. Um, and, and I think that he, he's not a hothead. He's way more strategic. He still is a hothead in some ways, but he's way more strategic about the way he thinks about things and um the character at least and it's it's way more enjoyable to watch him kind of work and be a little bit more empathetic than he was in the earlier uh, episodes um but overall i just I'm, I'm really enjoying all of what is happening here with all the characters i think all the stuff between the children was really fun to watch i mean fun is relative but really entertaining um they're all pieces of shit. Like every character in this is a piece of shit. And like, you really feel for Viserys. Like in terms of like, I just want my family to get along. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like who cares?
0: Yeah. I mean, the kids, I thought what was really compelling was that you watched the kids try to get along this, uh, in this episode, you saw, you know, um, Amond wanted to say something nice to either. Was it Jace, or it was Luke, um, like across the little fire, but then he didn't. Mm. You saw Jace going to comfort the girls. You saw them come to the girls' aids in that fight. There's just a lot of moments where I think the kids want to actually get along, but there's they've just been poisoned by so much around them that it's just it's not going to be good. I think um, for... I think one of the the really, really cool moments of this episode was that speech from Corliss when he says that history doesn't remember um, blood. It remembers names, which is so true. You remember who the parents were and who the kids were and just the name. Like, it doesn't necessarily matter the logistics of how they were conceived mm-hmm. or things. And I thought that was just, there was a lot of the legacy chat which reminded me of course of Taiwan as it probably reminds a lot of people. So that's still a theme that uh, runs through but just with another different lens on it which was really cool. Um I also just love this show because you get all these great characters together in in Game of Thrones they were separated for so long.
1: That's true. That's a good point. And
0: and you get to see them cooked together in every every episode which is and awesome.
1: That- And that's also why some of that's what also another reason why the Game of Thrones finale is a failure because it finally brings all these characters together and it's not satisfying. I would I would only argue that the only real satisfying thing was Arya and um, uh, Sansa bringing down Littlefinger. You know, like in terms of like completing an arc.
0: Yeah, I got excited when John was when John was reunited with his family. Yeah, his those sisters. moments were cool. nice. Yeah,
1: totally. But those they, moments they, were yeah, nice. Yeah, but the
0: later stuff, I know. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, poor Viserys. So Viserys still hanging in there, calls Alicent Emma, which is like so sad. Yeah. And also cause it's like he misses her, but also he's losing his grip a little bit. And it's just Uh, That's heartbreaking.
1: It also is a very good reminder of why he loves Rhaenyra so much and lets her get away with so much.
0: Yes, because she's like the last piece of Emma. Yes. Um, it makes you wonder if they would have, I mean, there's all these what ifs, like if they, if he, if he hadn't, you know, fought so hard for that heir and he just went with Rhaenyra to begin with, I mean, it just would have been, he was going to end with her anyway. It's Mm -hmm. just, yeah, it's so sad. Um, Right. Okay. So, and then Otto and Damon. So now that Otto's back, Damon, you know, they don't have a good relationship. And what you were saying about Damon, like being a lot chiller lately, I really just think him not being in Westeros is great for him, but mm-hmm. we'll see if they can keep him out of there. Um, so then Rainy wants Driftmark to go to Bela. And then we do get that history, does not remember the blood conversation. Um, I thought that was interesting. Uh, And then we learned that they actually did, uh, Rhaenyra and Leonor did try to conceive, but it did not work. So for everyone who was like, didn't you want to just try to get one that looked like him? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They did try. Um, So that's, that's good. Um, I liked the chat on the beach when Renera's like, I don't believe that Allison would, you know, do cold murder that she did the Hall murders. Because again, mm-hmm. I really she she didn't. She was an idiot for not seeing who she the company she was keeping. But I too do not believe. I mean, she's we see a new side to Allison in this episode, but I still don't think that she would have done that just to have her dad back. Agreed. Um, so yeah, and then Lay L-Laris just a real real creep in this episode um let's see and then we get sex on the beach finally why do i ship this brian
1: i don't know i (laughs) like that it makes me feel yucky like like i like that like we we're on renera's side but also like she's doing yucky things and i think that that is um i think that that is A very interesting dynamic to watch on this show because like how did we feel about you know um Daenerys and Jon Snow? Like why yeah i also think we're shipping this more now because we know that he's changed he's not taking advantage of her the way that he would have in the beginning of this season you know what i mean like it is way more consensual here not to say that it wasn't consensual but she was so young in the first
0: uh, one right she wants it now she's driving force yeah he even says like Renera, and she's like no i want it Mm -hmm. and thank goodness there was like a very very helpful c-rec on this on the beach to protect very them from eyes. I really thought Eamon was out there. Me um, too.
1: I yeah. thought that he was going to find them and it was going to be a very like... Um, Dramatic thing. Brand situation. And then um, having not read Fire and um, uh, what's it called? Um, Blood. Blood and Fire. Fire and Blood. Blood and Fire. Fire, Blood. Um, having not read that, I didn't know. But um, what did you think of the claiming sequence? I
0: thought that was great. Um I liked how they did it in the, in the, in this for sure. I thought, you know, watching him be brave and (laughs) poor Vagar just like wants to take a nap. Um, But I do, I side with the girls because I know that like, you know, the dragon's available. You go claim it and it's not his fault that they didn't go it. But like, it was the night of her funeral. So maybe they would have tomorrow tried (laughs) So I still side with the girls, um, but you know I'm happy for Eamon. I guess I I think that he's a lot. I didn't like him last episode. I thought he was just a general jerk. But I think seeing him try to reach out this episode to Jace or Luke, I forget who it was. That was sweet. But of course, then it all kind of goes to shit. Um, But yeah, I really liked that a lot. It reminded me. It was giving me a lot of like Harry on um, Buckbeak vibes.
1: Sure. (laughs) what about you um it was super cool to see um it was super cool to see the um how big vegar was (sighs) compared to the other ones and like his battle scars and all of that like that was very cool to see um i like that whole sequence um yeah he's just a little rat thing for going out and doing it before giving them the opportunity to um But uh, yeah, I I definitely enjoyed it. It was very pleasing to see him lose an eye.
0: Yeah. So that basically is halfway through the episode. And then the entire rest of the episode is like the the Hall of Nine scene with the kids arguing to the end. So I just loved like the scene where the kid – I did not love watching the kids fight, of course. But it was like there's just so many things going on that you're like, who really is – it's really hard to remember who really is at fault here because so many barbs are thrown and people sort of people are protecting other people and they're trying to do the right thing. So that was, yeah, that was haw- awful, um, even though it was coming. And then in the Hall of Nine, though, it was just like all the parents just get really quiet and the kids are just bickering and it's just like it could be today's children – just the, oh, you started, yeah. it was just so familiar. Um, and I, I really liked that. And, you, you know, Damon's just like leaning, just like, here Wait, we go.
1: The, the two things, I, the, there are three things that really stood out to me in that scene. The first thing was um, that uh, the tension of the fact that Allison plays it by the rules and renera doesn't and then allison kind of breaking out of that and kind of losing losing her temper and her her um her poise and grabbing the knife and going after her and i think it was interesting that she used that knife in front of the fire in terms of like potentially the prophecy coming out of it um so that's was interesting to me the second thing is how much she's poisoning her children against Granera, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, based on what her father said that one night um, to her and how much it stuck. That was that was really fascinating. And um, uh, I really like that, like, this scene very clearly foreshadowed, like, what everyone's side is going to be once these two factions are going at it.
0: Yeah, it was very obvious. Like, all right, well, there are the blacks and there are the greens. I thought... Um... Yeah, the cat's paw using the cat's paw dagger was really interesting for the reason that you mentioned. I thought that my takeaway when she looks over at the blade, she's reminded of the prophecy, and it's just like more reason that she knows that she has a that she's sort of called to a higher power to really get this throne because she thinks like the fate of the world is if she does. So it's just another reminder to me of her being like, Allison, you don't even know Mm -hmm. what you're doing right now. You need to not fight this. Um, yeah,
1: and she and Renair absolutely lets go on purpose so that she would cut her so that she looks bad. Hmm. To me, yeah, I, I guess you're right on purpose.
0: Yeah, it's really hard to know which right. like which impulse comes first. But that's that is an I like that interpretation
1: because she uh, for I sure. forget what she she whispers something to her. Right she before, says then, now
0: they now see you for who you truly are. Right. And then
1: she lets go so that she would get stabbed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it was just she was pleased that Allison even just went for her with the dagger. That was good enough. And the pulling away, I for me, I didn't know that I didn't take away that Rhaenyra knew that she'd actually slice her. But that's awesome that she did, because Rhaenyra was like, and I'm bleeding because of you. So, yeah, no, it was really it was really good. Um, I just was kind of laughing when Eamon turns around and he's like, Mom, don't feel bad for me. It was a fair exchange. I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon. It's like now you say that, Amit. <laughs> like, yeah, could you I say know. that five minutes ago to be like, but mom, don't worry. Like, I got the dragon, which to be fair is true. That dragon on their side is worth like ten thousand eyes missing. So that's it's a really it's really big get for Team Green this mm-hmm. episode. Um, Otto is very pleased to see the side of her daughter, his daughter. And um, then we get the lane orbit. What did you think of all of this? How'd you like how this played out? Did you know that it wasn't him? What'd you think?
1: Sure. So um, I was definitely happy to see that at the end he survived. And I wasn't sure if it was just Carl. Is that his name? Car-
0: Carl. Carl with a Q, but yeah, Carl.
1: Cool Carl. I wasn't sure if like Renara and Damon organized this or Carl did, but when they but thinking back, you know, Damon kills that person, um that's neck which is obviously the body they use. So like they were in yeah, on it for sure. That
0: poor guy, right.
1: Um so that was one thing, and the second thing is that, you know, with the conversation that Renara and 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 Lenor Lenor mm-hmm. have when he's like, I'm going to dedicate myself to you. Like, we're going to make this right. I'm going to be a father to these kids. Like, all of that. It's very heartwarming. And she's, like, she appreciates the intention behind it and 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 what it is. But, like, in her heart of hearts, that's not what she wants. That's not what he wants. And so I think at that moment, she's like, oh, he, somehow I'm going to have to, like, shake him. And then, you know, they come up with this pretty solid plan. And I like the fact... Something that I'm enjoying about this show, actually, uh, reading about and, and, and watching TikToks about, to be totally honest, is I like that, we're, that this show is able to pick and choose exactly what it wants to be canon for itself based on the different interpretations of history based on the book that was written about it. Because the book is not fact. The book is different perspectives on what happened. And I was reading up on it And obvious and and what's interesting is that like, you know, some people say that there was no witness. Some people say that it was him and the fire and whatnot. And for them to make the choice that like it it makes it makes Renera and Damon more empathetic in this episode. That like they're trying to get ahead, but they're also like they gave him his freedom. And then they got their own freedom. And I think that's lovely. And that's also why we ship them too, because like They're making positive change while doing crazy things, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, they get all the effect with like none of the bad stuff, well, except for that poor guy. Yeah. um, Oh, I didn't know you were on, you were looking at TikToks on all this. So, yeah, the book, it doesn't say he actually dies by Carl's hand and Stepstones. It's different. But this interpretation was really cool and new and different, which was that he gets to live, which is great because. In Game of Thrones, you just lose so many characters that you like all the time. And I really like that this one like just didn't have to die. Leonor got to live. He got his freedom. He went out sort of committed to the sea in the same way that his sister was, but he's alive. But as good as dead, basically. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, I really liked this interpretation. And that that is why I'm enjoying reading and watching because while they, they really are picking this great part of the story and of the history where there are just multiple d- different accounts from different people and they are choosing like the, what they're going to set in stone. So yeah, yeah, I, I'm kind of annoyed that they didn't like, I was like, don't you just want to tell Rainy and Corliss that like he's really alive because you then you want them yeah. on your side. But yeah, I think maybe having grandkids will be enough to keep them a good favor with Damon and renera but i was sort of like can we just let him know that he's okay mm-hmm. but i guess not so yeah i really i really dug this episode then we see the beautiful ceremony they are married probably oh, yeah, the happiest wedding ceremony of any of the wedding ceremonies we've gotten i was gonna
1: say show. we saw an actual targaryen wedding ceremony that was happy
0: I know, and very interesting. Not many witnesses, but very good.
1: Well, they had to get it done fast because there's no way that Viserys would let that happen.
0: Yeah, and she's probably already conceived a child inside of her. So yes, there's that. And All then right. Next, well,
1: and then next week, spoilers. Next week is our final jump.
0: Uh, right, kids are older. Yeah. That's just going to be, I was, you know, just, just when you get attached, but I'm not even that attached. It's okay. I, I do like, um, Ty Tennant, David Tennant's son as a, as a gone, but it's okay. I'll manage. Um, yeah, just, just really great. And, um, I just can't believe what are there two left? This'll be the penultimate. If this is ten, seven, there's ten, so oh, there's 10. Oh, great. Okay. Phew. Three more, three more. Um, All right. Uh, Shall we move on to Middle Earth?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Brian, what did you think of this
1: episode? Again, I didn't take any notes. I was very engaged. Um, uh, The battle sequences were spectacular, like truly spectacular. All of the um, stratagem that went in both sides was really fun to watch. Um, uh, I, I just had a really good time going along with it. I thought that um, Halbrand and Galadriel like going back and forth in terms of stopping people from like what they're gonna stopping each other from what they're gonna do was fascinating and fun to watch. She's 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 more tolerable as a hang in episodes like this um, (sighs) in in general. Um, And I'm I'm still wondering what Halbrand actually wants. He just accepted being king so quickly um, in that sequence. but overall, like I, I just like I was very happy to just stick with this one thing for the basically the whole episode, um, and like uh, more or less just like really focus in on what's happening there with um, the orcs and and all everyone, um, and I, th- I I thought the the hilt of the sword being used as a key um, to like basically and they were building the. They were building the, uh, the, the. excuse me, them building all those tunnels and stuff like that was just like a way to like get all that set up. I, I just thought how everything came together in this episode was very satisfying.
0: Totally. I loved how you didn't have to have a villain, like one of the villains there to like blow up Mount Doom. It was like a calculated mechanical thing that like anyone really that was given the key could do while mm-hmm. the villains are going to villain elsewhere. So, cause I always thought like some terrible bad thing happened and then Mount Doom erupted with like a magic spell. And like, yes, it was probably, you know, helped along with magic, but it was just like, no, this was, this was like city planner <laughs> activated. <laughs> like this, there was just a lot of planning that went into this and it finally came to fruition. Um, Okay, well, we start uh, with the Numenorians on the boats and, you know, we get a lot of teases sort of about um, Isildur's mother. I have to say I really liked two mentions of two moms in this episode. Well, we see Theo's mom, but there's a lot of, like, momming when he's like, you know, say what you used to say when I was younger and I was scared or whatever. And then we get the discussion about... Ellen Deal's wife and Isildur's mom who was drowned um I did think it was really funny when he was like she drowned and then like turned away. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Um, because honestly Tolkien forgets like the women a lot of the time through his books, so it's really nice that the show is like taking a minute to just you know remind us that a lot of these characters you know had moms our mm. mothers have been mothered, love their moms. That was cool. Um, so my the first note I took is where is Sauron and the world leans in, but then he gets interrupted. Yeah. So that was something. Um, the seeds thing. I I liked the parallels with the seeds on both sides, both with uh, Arondir and with Adar. That's very Tolkienian with the with the you know gardeners and growers and healers and tending to your garden that's like all woven through the the books Mm -hmm. so that was really cool um i yeah i mean they finally back on the southlands um bronwyn kisses Arendir and they pull back because the show is so rated g and but it did remind me of like you know um arwen and uh Aragorn. aragorn's kiss a little bit but i just want a little bit more can we get some like making out or like mm. something you know me i'm always trying to get these shows to get a little more raunchy
1: yeah you want a little more a little you want you want a little bit uh you want more horny elves
0: yeah i really do more more sex in lord of the rings um yeah so then the fighting just amongst the the southland people with the orcs happens And they think that they did it, and they didn't. They were actually just killing their own people.
1: That was, what a twist. That was pretty, that was rough.
0: Twist. At first, I was like, what is going on? This is so silly. How did you not realize? But when I rewatched it, I was like, "Okay, I kind of get it. Um, Bronwyn gets hurt, but she lives. I thought it was really funny when she was like, make sure he's okay." and like, bitch, he's dead. Like, everyone is literally dead, and everyone's looking at you. (laughs) And they clearly need you to get better. So like, what are we even doing? Um, and yeah, then the orcs ascend, but then the Numenorians come, which was like totally Riders of Rohan to me. Yeah. That was, that would look so cool though. Just seeing Galadriel up front and yeah. even Hallibrand. And that was just, I loved that so much.
1: That was very, um, uh, uh, two towers for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, so then I had to do like the... <laughs> i had to go back and re-watch for the burlap watch to find out when the key was swapped for this axe oh I was sure like, wait a second so first i got really mad because you're going to hide the key in the tavern where you are yeah like there was a few moments in this episode where i was like this is the dumbest plan in history,
1: sure. I did appreciate what's the name Erendir, the elf.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I did
1: appreciate how like he was gonna let Bronwyn die because he had to protect that. Like, I I really did appreciate like he's an elf. He was sticking to his guns.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's nice to see because it's not all about romance, guys. Even if you're me. Um. Oh, oh yeah. interesting. I'll write that down. <laughs> write that down but yes he does say waldrick i have a task for you and that's when it gets switched just Mm. fyi um yeah then there's this weird moment when muriel the queen regent's up on the hills and she's and she tells isildur like go which i think maybe something got cut because like don't like don't like your dad wants you to stay back because that was kind of weird like why would that was kind of strange um yeah, and then then we get the stuff. I just loved in general like the heart eyes that everyone was throwing to Galadriel this episode. Like everyone knew who she was. Aerandir knew who she was. Everyone was just obsessed with her because she's so cool and she's so fierce and I love it. Yeah. I just love seeing everyone like,
1: oh, who her, is like that? her like dodging spears by flipping off of
0: the Oh my god, horse. so much cool horse stuff this episode. Yeah. Um, and the 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 woods chase was so cool. I was
1: thinking about that too. That was
0: excellent. I don't know how you even filmed that. I mean, that was really awesome. It it reminded me a lot of Arwen, um, her chase a little bit sure. in fellowship. Um, but yeah, I really loved that. And then Halbrand's like going after her. Really cool. Um, saving the day. And I think, let's see. Then, okay, then they're in the barn and we're getting the Moriondor, the first orcs, the sons of the dark sort of reveal that that's what he is. And I have some thoughts about that, mm-hmm. but I'll get through this thing. Um, there's a moment between Halibrand and Adar. Then there's another moment between Halibrand and Galadriel. And then it's not a key, it's an axe. And then Mount Doom is activated, and yeah, that's the episode. So, what did you, do you, hmm, what did, what did you take away from the Adar Moriondor scene, like the whole bit? Did you Did you write anything down or take anything away?
1: I didn't write anything down for this episode.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I
1: I literally was just enjoying it. And I don't know. The thing is, I don't know what to think. Like, I don't know this. Here's the thing about this show. I don't know the world well enough to, like, be able to, like, figure out what's going on outside of what I'm learning about in the episode. And and that's what I like about it. You know what I mean? I like that I don't have to think, like, what does this mean? Who is this person who's, like, I'm not thinking about those things. And I really appreciate this show for allowing me to do that. And so I didn't think of anything. I'm just like, ooh. I literally wasn't like, oh, who's this? Where is is Sauron? Like, what does this mean? I'm thinking like, oh, I can't wait till they tell us. Okay. Was that fair? Well,
0: that's very fair.
1: I know that you watch this very differently than I do.
0: I don't really watch it differently. I'm just like constantly on Sauron Watch, um, which brings me to Sauron Watch. So (laughs) I... Our favorite
1: segment, Sauron Watch.
0: (laughs) I really really was getting strong vibes this episode that halbrand is still sauron Mm -hmm. um here are my reasons why okay she faces oh with that no oh the mount doom i just wanted to say that she faces the ash because i think she thinks this is all her fault like she's facing her own demise that she feels like she's brought into anyway Mm. okay First of all, he's called Lord Halbrand. Like, you just need a dark there, and now he's the Dark Lord. So, like, they're already calling him Lord. Okay. Number two, when he goes, um, <laughs> Halbrand says, You remember me? And Adar, breathing tremble, his breath trembling, says, No. And Halbrand has this look in his face. I also want to say, This is the biggest thing. You cannot use the word bind when you're not going to tell me that you're Sauron. Because bind it to my very being. Sauron wants to bring order into Middle-earth. This is what we hear from Adar. He needs a power to do that. I'm referring now to the conversation that he has with Galadriel. He feels that power when he is fighting by Galadriel's side, which he talks about at the end of this episode when they're like basically hitting on each other. And I'm like, Mm Galadriel, you're married, but maybe they don't have the rights to the story that which they are married. I don't understand why they're not talking about her, that she's married. But anyway, he feels that power when he's fighting with Galadriel and he can get access to it. It's It's very romantic, but why... Is he always seeking the elven rings and Galadriel always searching, always seeking? He wants to recapture that feeling that he has when he's with her, when he's fighting with her. And I, I, I really like this idea that maybe Sauron, maybe he wasn't trying to be bad. He was, I mean, a lot of villains and, you know, people like that don't think they're doing bad. They think they're trying to bring order and help. So, I don't know. I feel like she feels this darkness pull f- out of him. He feels the lightness pull from her. This whole mirror thing with Galadriel, the dark and the light, know the reflection that you see in the water. When you touch darkness, it's all just, like, really good. Plus, I think it's a really good arc for Galadriel, if, if, if Halibrand is Sauron. Because she didn't recognize it in front of her when she saw it and she's supposed to.
1: Yeah, thematically that makes the most sense and would be actually be pretty satisfying even if we're guessing it. I just think that that adds a lot of dynamics to the relationship, the character and everything moving forward. That like she'll also be like, I got fooled, I got got. Like I think that that's fascinating, absolutely.
0: Yeah, um, and I and I really think this isn't the kind of show where like, Sauron will just show up and it's like, Sauron's here. Like, I think he's been there all along. It's kind of like Anakin Vadery. Um, this theory does also work, however, if he is a ring wraith. So that also could still be true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's what I was feeling this episode. I'm sorry if anyone's like, this is not true, and also you're ruining my experience. Um but it's really undeniable, and I'm going to stick by this. I really think it's going to be him. Okay. I think it would be really cool if it was him. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The Moriondor thing, I think there's this weird thing in the Cimmerillion, which I think they don't have the rights to, um, where there's a character who's captured by Morgoth, and he's, like, tor- like, tormented and twisted, which are the same same words that they use to describe... Adar in this and he like gives up the location of his people and then uh, Morgoth sends him back to his people and his people like throw him off a bridge because he like gave up stuff to Morgoth mm-hmm. and they you know he's he's Moriandor is basically like the word son in Elven, and it's stuck into Mordor so it's like son, and Adar is the father and the orcs are his sons so I don't know. this could just all just be a nod to that. But that's what I when I sure. heard that I was like, there's some origin here that I looked into. So I don't know. I also just thought when he says, who are you to Hellbrand, and Hellbrand doesn't turn around and then leaves the screen. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But it is weird that he says I killed him. Idar uh, says I killed him. I split him in half. And I know that he was maybe just saying that, but. Who did he kill if not that? The only other weird thing, though, and I'm sorry I'm going on about this, no, it's, is yeah. that he's supposed to be sowing all this. This he's, he Sauron at this point is supposed to be like whispering into Celebrimbor, you know, sewing all of this sort of stuff in with the elves. And he's not he hasn't been on Middle Earth to do that. Yeah. So I don't know if that hasn't happened yet. And if it will happen, maybe that maybe it'll be his idea to make the rings to help fight this bad darkness. But I would have thought it was already happening, which is the only reason that I think my theory is wrong. But who knows? I mean, anyway. I, yeah, I
1: don't know. I, I like I like it. I'm I'm into it, but it also could be a wild red herring.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, any more thoughts about this episode?
1: No, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm, I think I'm skewing towards enjoying Hot D a little bit more at this point, which is wild, only because like, it's more focused for me at this point. Um, but I I would, I would, uh, Lord of the Rings is more impressive to me. The Rings of Power, rather.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I've actually been liking House of the Dragon a little bit more as well. Um, just because Rings of Power, I don't know, it's been getting a little bit, um, Sort of sickly sweet in terms of some of the stuff, which is, is very Lord of the Rings. Um, it's just a different vibe, but yeah, I think you're right to say the focus is just a little bit more, yeah, um, precise for House of the Dragon, which but is just a different kind of storytelling. They're also
1: telling a smaller story than, um, yes, than Rings of Power is.
0: Absolutely, but I can't wait for next week. Yeah, same. Well, nerds. We are family! So we hope you had as much fun as we had. And we hope you'll join us next time for our coverage of the next episodes of She Hulk and Andor. As a
1: small universe in a multiverse of other nerd verses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanne and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod.
0: We thank you so much for listening and following along. Please keep telling all your nerdy friends about us, and remember history remembers not blood, it remembers names. <laughs>